0: What is going on everybody? We are back for another episode of the ABJ podcast. Um, Episode number two be determined. I, I, this is the last time I'm going to say this, but everything going forward will be pre recorded. So I don't know the episode numbers while I'm recording. So I'm not even going to say it no more. So I'm just giving you guys the update because I don't know in my brain. I need to be transparent with the audience and it doesn't even matter. So I don't even know why I said it. So without, with, uh, let's go through the housekeeping first. If you are wanting to support this podcast, please check the links below, uh, for all things ABJ, whether it be follow me on social media. I look, at I added, I added threads there. I did that did that nailed it uh also uh, merchandise tons of new merchandise out brand new t-shirt dropped um a couple weeks ago it's the instead of i'm a paul Heyman guy it says i'm a fan of abj uh podcast uh it's 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 i was gonna do i'm a abj guy um but i felt like i wanted to be inclusive so i felt like instead of doing guy girl all that i just did a fan of i thought it was better for everybody uh so that's that's the reason we went that route uh huge thank you to my friend cassie for the idea and then obviously logos by hunter for putting it together and making it a nice little new spoof for the podcast and for fun shirts that people can support and wear um you know, also my links for my guests are below. You've seen him tons of times at the Sanctuary. Uh, so make sure you go to YouTube over uh, YouTube channel. sanctuary Sanctuary PATV. Uh, we're all, they're always live there doing great content and our sponsorship uh, suplex vintage wrestling. If you guys want to be a sponsor, uh, hit me up. I do have stuff available, ad reads, whatever it may be. Um, if you are a sponsor, you get ep- one episode a week now going forward as well as, um, Clips. So all week long, there's going to be a clip of the podcast always dropping and your logo will be there and I will tag you guys and you'll be in my link tree as well. So there's hopefully exposure trying to grow my brand. Anything helps out so without further ado suplex vintage wrestling guys it has finally happened a whole full store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling they said it can never be done but i've seen it with my own eyes uh suplex vintage wrestling is a store curated by wrestling fans for wrestling fans located on 5th street in philadelphia pennsylvania just one block south of uh one block south in the heart of queen village in philadelphia pennsylvania their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling under one roof uh their selection includes classic designs featuring your favorite wrestlers from the golden age attitude era international indies and more and if you're tired of watching a premium live events from home then svw hosts the best watch party since your friend kyle's birthday when you were 12 and if shirts and watch parties are not your thing let's not forget their large selection of figures replica belts uh, and trading cards and from their rare their t-shirts and hats to rare wrestling memorabilia they have something for any wrestling enthusiasts out there so what are you waiting for check them out at suplex.svw on instagram or at suplex.svw.com and let them satisfy your nostalgia wrestling needs one of these days, I'm going to nail that. Um, <laughs> today is not the day. But without further ado, let me bring in my guest, Andre Polino. What's going on, bud? <laughs> a little quick, a little quick. He's taking a little sipping. a little Bro, uh, taking I, I wasn't the... expecting that. Hello,
1: hello. Hola, hola. Que tal? Uh, um...
0: oh, God, don't, don't do that. You'll, you'll throw me off.
1: <laughs> 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 um,
0: tell people who you are
1: um hello um andre paulino i'm a dominican professional wrestler i'm 24 years old and i'm being and i have been rest doing the rest the wrestle thing for about six years already wow
0: that's insane man you i will say real quick you uh all dressed in black in a black chair in the widest bedroom i've ever seen in my life uh you you are like a black hole with that t-shirt and everything the only thing i see is you everything else is just a void in that you look like the villain right now from the Spider-Man movie I just watched. The Spot. <laughs> have you seen oh, it yet? I have not. Oh, it's I really mean, good. Go have... check it out. Into the Spider-Verse. It... Very good movie. Is that the second one? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. With Miles Morales. Oh, okay, okay.
1: I it's haven't really seen really... the first one yet. Oh,
0: my God. You have to. It's really, really good. Um...
1: So, uh, so, yeah. Uh, myself, my persona, um, I'm a wrestler.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's
1: that's
0: Let's dive into that. When did you fall in love with the business of professional wrestling?
1: Um with the business of professional wrestling, I can tell you that it was since I was about 4 years old. Like my earliest memory is when I was 4. Um it was when Kane took off his mask. That's my okay. earliest is my earliest memory because that's actually a trauma. <laughs> like you've seen him taking off his mask and being the ugliest thing a kid can see it it gives me nightmares nightmares for quite a few months. You can literally ask my mother and she will tell you, Yeah, he Kane was coming out of the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: now the funniest part about that is in, in Andre's four year old brain, my my middle school, high school brain uh, oh my God. we were expecting what he just said the most horrifying man he was a burn victim he he survived a fire that's the whole story of kane and then he took his mask off and when he took his mask off his hair came with it which was weird and all he had was just black paint on his face that's it and then and then he came out the next day with no mask and the paint washed off and he was just a weird looking dude and that was it that was kane <laughs>
1: It was horrible. Like when you put it like that, it's horrible. But like for a four years old kid, it, it's a trauma, man. It, yeah, it's really
0: I hard. had a friend growing up, man, that was absolutely terrified of uh of the Undertaker. Uh, he the Undertaker gave him nightmares. He that, was he did not like the Undertaker no, at all.
1: That, that, that's even crazier. Like I have, yeah. I have always seen like the Undertaker as the cool one.
0: Yeah. Because so King when Taker got put in the casket by Yokozuna, the whole <laughs> locker room came out and beat him up and threw him in the casket, and then they had the oh. camera and his eyes opened ruined my friend he ran upstairs he yeah it was (laughs) it was the word and I'm laughing because I grew up a horror movie kid so that didn't bother me but yeah I think you're the second guest that uh said Kane as an early memory of wrestling which is awesome it might be the third actually uh and that's why I asked that question because I think it's fun to like age the guest of when they fell in love with it as a wrestling fan. I'd be like, Oh, like, wow. Yeah. That was what got you into it. Like, and then I can kind of be like, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So Kane trans transitioning. That's, that's amazing. Now wrestling your whole life. You're into all that. Uh, who were you as a kid growing up? Were you, were you an athletic kid? Were you, uh, were you like a theater kid? Like, where did you fall in with your group of friends or the type of kid that you would have been if we would have met you in, 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 school growing up?
1: Uh, it's a little bit complicated. I can, I can say I um, I think that I'm part of the category of he likes anime and rock music like that, that. That was me like growing up as a kid. But it's weird because in my country, like not many people were like that. Like those okay. things were not. Yeah, like in Dominican Republic, like growing up with the rock and being oh, I like anime and stuff like that was really tough. In, in some way because it's not normal there is there isn't like such a thing as an anime or like rock culture in Dominican Republic as oh, who I
0: got am. who got you into the rock music and anime culture
1: um into the anime culture was my elder brother and into the rock it was my dad who has always been like a very fan of, of those early 80s bands like the chicagos the um what is the other one the one that um chicago the one that but the song um the dust in the wind
0: dust in the wind genesis no Den- genesis wasn't dust in the wind hmm. I, I you know I, i'm having a brain fart myself i actually seen chicago me too, live me too. Uh, oh, i seen chicago I see... live uh i went to go see uh, a notre dame game uh we drove all the way to indiana to see notre dame and one of the members of chicago or one of their band their touring managers or something is uh, a notre dame alumni so chicago came and played with the N- notre dame marching band and did a whole concert it was the sickest uh, thing and i didn't know that it well, was like thing thing really sick yeah it was it's, awesome it was, it was really cool
1: it's, it's funny my dad just called me one day and he told me like hey hey andre i had this crazy dream that you were buying me the tickets to see chicago i was like Huh, right you were having the crazy dream yeah just
0: for me to for that movie. was a hint hint for you to buy tickets to see chicago pretty
1: much pretty much because yeah, yeah yeah it's not, it's not a, it's, it's not a common thing to see like uh live rock bands in dominican republic it's not like a popular genre or anything like that it's like most of a thing of a niche if you can even say it yeah the only
0: thing is yeah leave your mic right where it is don't don't play it no more it's really loud when you touch it all right <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. It's really, really loud. People in their car are like screaming (laughs) like, what is that happening right now?
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. I have like no experience doing this. I'm actually like still a little bit nervous.
0: if you look, I try to keep my hands below the screen because I'm Italian and I talk with my hands a lot. So I actually have stress balls. I can't show you what's on the other side of this because it's inappropriate. But I play with this. Oh no! Uh, it's it's actually it's there's a there's a nipple on the other side. It's a boob. It's a boob stress ball. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get demonetized for showing it, but I, I have to play with a fidget spinner or something in my hands below this camera because I don't want to do going all over the place uh a little behind the scenes action there but i get you i have to you have to be fidgeting with stuff um yeah so when did you like now you said you lived in dominican republic when did you uh find your way to the to the states and how did you land in in hazelton
1: um it's weird like my uh my mom like she married my stepdad and then when I was like 16 I got like the whole documentation to actually move to the United States so we took the the chance right we took the opportunity and we we moved here like about uh seven to eight years ago and uh, that's that's pretty much it that's that's how I got into into this country and then like the whole adaptation into the new culture which I'm still adapting that like there' are still like so many things that I don't understand at all. I can I can say it, like how like how is the behavior in here is way different uh, to how it is in my culture. Oh uh I don't know how to feel about the fact that I live in Hazelton, Pennsylvania, which right now the population of uh Hispanic, like Dominicans, Mexicans, and Puerto Ricans like is a very huge one. Mm-hmm. But I live in the side of the town that is all white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so so that's, that's a, a, a little bit a little bit i, I don't mind because he's more quiet than the other side of the town but it, it's still it's still
0: yeah how old were you when you made the transition
1: uh i was 16
0: okay so like the height of your like i want to explore and figure myself out as a human you got a culture shock and went to a different country
1: yeah pretty oh, much very, very much uh, so, now did
0: you were you always bilingual growing up or was being bilingual something that you learned when you came to the states
1: I, I that's something that uh, came up when I moved to the states like before before I moved I had like barely uh experience like speaking the the language I will like listen to it because I like rock but outside of that I had, I, I like I had no no clue yeah or how And like your your
0: school teach you in Spanish and then you had or did were you like no it's you have to learn English and then also like learn your schoolwork and learn a second language?
1: Um so in my school like it's it was um all English. Like it was all English. I will have like my it was I will have like my ESL class that okay, you gotta like learn the English, but that was about it. So I have literally to be like studying the the English. when i was in school and outside so i can like understand what was going on
0: that's nuts man like imagine i can't imagine being dropped at 16 years old into another country where i don't know the language and then also still have the expectations but like if you don't pass your classes you don't graduate and then you can't enter society because like that's mind-boggling at 16 years old you're already set like you're like like i'm not you're not set but if, that's not an easy thing man you're That's awesome that you were able to pull that off.
1: Yeah, I'm still surprised, actually. And I did great. (laughs) I I, I did great in high school. I can actually say that high school in here was easier than in my country. If, If I tell you that, okay, so in one semester here, I will have like four classes. I will have art, math, English, and physical education or biology, depends. And in the art, I used to have like 21 for one semester. Wow. So like the the education here I found it, like that since you have like uh, less classes you can like focus in like you can actually focus more into it instead of hey, we have all these things that you somehow have to memorize or get into your brain and that's yeah. how we think is a good education for you and like No, this is insane. I'm going crazy with this. Yeah.
0: Is Dominican school like America where they break it up like science, math, world history? Like, is it the same there or is it completely different?
1: It's quite a little bit different. Like we, we tell stories in on a different way. I can I can say like the perspective that we have of this country that is a little bit different of how you guys present yourself, which is like totally normal, of course. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like uh, there, the, like you will focus in in of course biology, math, um, whatever is your language, and uh, and yeah that's about it like that those are like the three that we focus more like um no actually he's um history biology um your language and math like those are the main four of course but there's like another a bunch of things that you're like surrounded by that you have to actually learn uh, in the art
0: that's interesting that's interesting
1: yeah yeah i i I
0: was learning a lot about dominican history while i was working at my one job in Hazleton because like you said a very large community of puerto rican dominican and mexican so i was Mm -hmm. like i have a question like uh, and I would research the country, and be like, yo, "Yo, you guys had like a civil war as well. And like it used to be all one country and then Haiti and Dominican Republic kind of divided. And then like the history of that, like that's stuff we don't know about because all we're taught here is American history. And if if it doesn't yeah. happen in America, we don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and everything is like, here's a war. We came in and won we won. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then what about, what about Vietnam? You know what? Anyway, so then the next thing we won, you know, they kind of skip over yeah. stuff.
1: What, what about that time that the, that the United States interfered with political and social issues in my country and we have to kick you out like three times? You don't teach that in school, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're just going to go to Puerto Rico. You want to be part of us?
0: <laughs> mm, <I don't laughs> See? Touchy <laughs> subject. DR doesn't want us, so we're going to Puerto Rico. <laughs> they're like well you're part of us but you're not part of us like that's we horrible. want to be able to vacation here but yeah. we're not giving you a star on the flag that's, <laughs> that's, that's so they're like we already kind of made the flag it looks it looks cool if we add the extra star it's gonna look Bro. all weird <laughs> <laughs> um so when did you transition at uh now here's a quick question moving here at 16 years old being involved in anime and rock music and professional wrestling was moving to the states like this is amazing it's way more readily accessible
1: um it, like it was great on that aspect actually i like i love that i love that like when i went to walmart and i saw that there are cds of the bands that i like <laughs> man that was mind-blowing i i wouldn't say i went insane like i don't know if you like the band uh afi a fire yeah inside. I, lo- I love that band. And when I went to like a Walmart and I saw that they have like the Sing the Sorrow and December Underground, I was like, there's no way. It, it, <laughs> like, I was actually so happy and to see that like they saw like mangas and they, and you have like such an access way to get to watch like the animes. In Latin America, like most of everybody just watch anime like illegally. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: that's the only way you can watch it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And there's like, okay, there may be like a few channels of distribution, but then they will be literally like taken down because they are not well seen yeah. in my country in that way.
0: I I could definitely see that. You guys are very religious in Dominican Republic. And if there's anything that could be like deemed evil, yeah. they're not about it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's funny because when I would work with Dominican and and Puerto Rican and Mexican like culture, um, I was also into the rock music, and I also really enjoy the occult stuff. I don't believe oh. in any of it, but I think the occult aspect is cool. Like I have the 666 devil tattoo. Yeah. So girl, I, I didn't always have that tattoo with that. I liked that uh, aesthetic and I always got called Blanco El Diablo, which is the white <laughs> devil, <laughs> uh, which is, I loved it. It was my favorite nickname ever. Um, that's why I like the devil stuff. Cause everyone's like, you're like the devil, man. You That's not good. That's not good. Um, but then like I would learn about, uh, different paranormal stuff that would happen in other countries i just just enjoy learning about other people's culture so uh it's really it's really cool and i didn't know that about you like growing up and and your transitions and stuff but uh when did you decide okay i'm gonna enter the world of professional wrestling and how did that come about how did you find your home of the sanctuary
1: okay so
0: um bring the mic a little closer to you get a little quiet hello hello perfect Yep.
1: Okay, so um, after I was done with um, with high school and I like and I learned more of the la- language, of course, I went to college. I took that decision. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, it was it was tough. But I have this one particular class that it was a speech that actually helped me out to get my confidence to actually publicly um, speak. Like if you talk to uh, me a, few, a couple of years uh, before, I wouldn't be able to communicate at all with you. Um, so I took my speech class, and the first uh, presentation that I did was based on lucha libre like, um, yes, I did, like, a whole exposition about um, the Mexican wrestling and the culture because they perceive wrestling in a different way that they do here in the States. Mm -hmm. And my teacher, she was, like, fascinated about it. She told me, like, oh, my God, I could not believe that you keep me, like, entertained talking about professional wrestling for 16 minutes. (laughs) So she told me that uh, her son was a trainer in a particular church in Hazleton. Okay. And that was John Trotsky's mother. Oh and, wow. Uh, I, yeah. I actually
0: did not know Trotsky's mom was a teacher, so I'm learning something here.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And uh, she told just, me just she... real quick, back it up just a hair, Just a little Hello? bit. Just get it's catching your breath more than you, but you're good. You're good. We're good. Oh
1: my god, that's yeah so yeah. annoying. No, I'm we're fine so we're fine
0: tuning it. We're fine tuning it. We're good.
1: I'm I'm sorry for all the listeners that hear me just breathing. Andre okay. is
0: insanely nervous, so I'm, I'm trying to coach him through. But you're doing amazing. You're doing really, really
1: good. Um, okay, so um, uh, her mother, um, um, John's mother, told me that, okay, you can go to this place, and since you like it that much, you can give it a try. So um, I went to Sanctuary as a fan, and I fell in love with it very much, especially since I saw that there was a Dominican being their champ and yeah. uh, that was Marcy Cabrera, by the way, one of the best wrestlers I have ever shared the ring with and one of the most underrated workers in PA. Um, so he told me, hey, buddy, um, if um, you can train here with us, yada yada. and I said, let me think about it. And I thought about it for like eight months. Yes, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I want to get in the ring and do all this stuff. No, no, it took me
0: uh what what was your hesitation um going in there and and saying like what took you the 8 months? What were some of your reservations about doing it? Was it the physicality of it or was it the was it maybe not being comfortable with the language or stuff like that or the theater aspect of it?
1: Um it was mostly that I was more focusing on college at that time okay. and then through the summer, I was told by my brother and, and my girlfriend at the time that, hey, maybe you should give it a try since you like it that much. And so I did. And since day one, I basically show up uh, uh, a, well, how can I say this, um, that I have talent. <laughs> yeah, yes yeah, since, since 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 day since day one. Oh man, that 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 should sound so arrogant from myself, but yes, I I catch up with all the bumps like super quickly. First day, I had like no um athletic backgrounds. I didn't do did any sport in my country. No sports here, and I was already doing like flip bumps and all that kind of stuff with just one try, pretty much.
0: It's kind of like that Jorge Guapo kid
1: um yeah no he's not there um <laughs>
0: <laughs> the difference with him though is he he grew up as a mat wrestler so he was able to take a little bit of that but you're coming in completely cold of just a fan of the business and doing and then did you wrestle around with family members growing up like did you wrestle that in that aspect no no so you actually no. took the don't try this at home seriously look at you
1: crazy, right? crazy i
0: was a kid they're like elbow drop i'm jumping off that dresser <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, but uh, Jorge is okay. So um, now outside of me just talking trash about Jorge, no, uh, Jorge is phenomenal for being like three months in. He catch up super, super, super quickly, and I'm very happy he's like actually part of the sanctuary, since he's somebody that has like love and passion for the whole project, for the whole place Mm -hmm. and for everything we do. And not only that is what he actually do for uh, the Hazelton community, which is one of the aspects that I appreciate like more about him. Like the fact that he actually like wants to help the town and wants to help sanctuary in general, uh, I feel that he can easily be a new um, Hazelton hero in some way, not yet. It's Not almost yet, like Marcy but...
0: came in and and filled those shoes. Then you kind of came in and filled those shoes, and now you have the third a third generation of a of of the Spanish culture coming into the sanctuary. That representation is there, You're bringing new eyes to the product and new eyes to the business. And and you three are kind of been the catalyst for that for quite some time.
1: Mm, yes pretty much and i'm actually very happy that he is actually taking uh, a couple aspects that neither me or marcy were um able to fulfill in 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 some way because he's actually like um more open about uh, working with the town like one-to-one and that's something that neither me or Mar or marcy ever ever did yeah um so yes i decided to go to the sanctuary and i start my my wrestling education there and i can say that i am a very lucky person on that aspect because um trotsky never ever like charged me a dollar he told me i know you're a good kid and you have like a lot of passion for this so i will just like take you under my wing." and so he did billy walker and colby corino um that's a few things like that's one of the things that a lot of people don't know. Like, um Colby was like training over there for like a whole year, mm-hmm. and people barely show up, barely show up. He and... had an
0: offer, like that's insane. Is Colby is established, his family is established in this business, they know what the hell they're doing. His aunt, his dad, the whole nine, and this kid is in here helping people develop. And no one's taken them up on it, except nope. you, and, you and a handful of students at that point in time. It was what, essentially uh, you, Schultz,
1: or even before Schultz even walked in the door. Man, like, it was even before Schultz even showing up. So right. at that time, it was me, Colby, Billy Walker, and Trosky. Wow. That, that's it. That was, like, my – it was insane. Like, I can get – I got so much – knowledge from those three individuals that it's insane and i dislike a lot the fact that people like don't give actually the recognition that they deserve as trainers and as people that have like so many different uh, views of how you should train and how you should learn and how you should see professional wrestling and i don't know since sometimes pro wrestling seems that is like a college backyard they rather just focus on rushing and taking credit from the people that actually are trying to help um at least at least that's how i see it yeah Um, and it's it's sad it's sad yeah but but outside of that um i'm very very happy and if any of you either trotsky colby or billy have the chance to watch this podcast thank you so much you guys deserve all the good things in the world keep going
0: yeah no I, that's that is a that is a uh, a laundry list of very very talented people to help you you have trotsky who has the business mind state the safety mind state has the you know i have the tat the, the mat wrestling background and i can teach you how to do it because he's been he's been there he's been to the dance colby who comes from a, a long line of family that we talked about and he but, he but he has that new school style and then billy walker will just tell you how to kill a man you know what I mean? um, <laughs> no, no, no. he's He's going to stretch you. He's going to teach you how to. And here's the thing, too, is one of the things that you do very well is even though you're not the biggest wrestler, you don't have the size to you, but when you get in the ring, you have that mean streak to you. And I think that's where your Billy Walker comes in, where like, no matter how big your opponent is, you can kick their face off. You can stretch them out. But also, you sell very well. Like If someone hits you with something, it looks like you're dead. And that's one of the things that Billy Walker teaches you is, the yes. so best way to learn how to sell is by getting it done to you.
1: <laughs> oh my God. And not only that, um, so at least when he was when we were training, uh, he will sometimes give me like a grade of how my sale is actually going. That is, like a scale from one to ten. And a seven was already like overselling. If you hit a seven, you're like, okay, you gotta stop stop yelling and moaning like okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not making we're
1: not making adult film here. We're, ma- we're wrestling. <laughs> exactly exactly and not only that he will always tell you like sell with your face a lot of people will be like ah ah it uh, hurts like please sh- show show some emotion and that's another aspect like how you can like show your emotion I I will always be very happy with a lot of my matches and just walk around who's like uh the people in the audience and you see how sometimes they are like really sad by watching me and how Toads, they actually feel. I have seen people crying
0: when you turn heel. What? That was a big deal. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you pick the song "Cycle Killer"? No, it was Ruski. That's, that's oh, rusty. great, great
1: pick. That's a great song. That, I love that's that rusky uh, and I, did, I, I didn't like the idea at the beginning. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, no, because well, I, I, I liked,
0: song. I liked when it was the the buttercup but slowed down really oh. slow.
1: Oh my that
0: was yes. really cool. That was a good bit, like where they took your old happy song and yeah, then just that, slowed that, it down.
1: No, no that, that was me. Like that, that was you? Yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah, right. I there, love that. Was, that that oh, was really was, good. I was like, people are ready, like they love my song and they will clap and everything, but like, why why like why don't I take that away from them?
0: <laughs> like, and then okay, the cycle okay. killer was like your re-emergence, which I like.
1: Yes, very much. Now it's like, yeah. okay, that's the song is, it's already on. I show up, let's fight. Like let, let's mm-hmm. put on a great show and let's kill it. Let's kill it. I, yeah. I I like to think that's Trotsky's idea behind the whole Psycho Killer thing. It's like, okay, you are not Andre, the clapping Dominican kid is now, boy, you, you gotta go. You gotta, you gotta but show But
0: Psycho up. Killer is a song you can still clap to. Like it, it's, it's upbeat yeah. and it's, it's, it's good, but it's also, yeah. it's messages. There's a psycho killer coming, so he might smile and you might dance, but he's gonna kill you when he gets in that ring. And I oh like that God. about you, it gives oh, you that oh edge.
1: God. Oh my, and that cut me like that got me by surprise. But like, hitting people clapping to that song, I was not expecting that at all. And I, I think that's just like the, the love from the people of Haiti. Oh, first time today. it hit, I was like, good
0: pick for a song. Like, I, <laughs> I popped on commentary, I was like, psycho killer, like, um, once again, too. One of my favorite bumps to this day that's ever happened to the sanctuary is you. And I'm so happy I caught it on commentary because no one knew it was said. and, And it was the only time ever that I stayed after a show and watched it in the office with everybody, which, by the way, was the scariest thing I've ever done at the sanctuary. You know how intimidating it was to hear my voice calling the match and all of you sitting in the room? no that was terrifying i cannot
1: cannot imagine (laughs) i hated it
0: i hate if you notice i was playing on my phone because i did not want to pay attention (laughs) so you were wrestling tyrant and uh and you were thrown across the ring and for some reason you wore white shorts that have pockets in them oh my god and you were thrown so hard your pockets came out and I just remember being on commentary, like he was thrown out of his pockets, like. And I remember someone saying, like they were watching, and like, "Yo, your pockets came out." And then as soon as they said it in the room, is when I called it on commentary, and everyone was like, "Blackwell, good call." And I was just like, "Yes, like, yes. like that, they're my small, yeah." If someone's saying something in the room, and then the second later I'm saying on the commentary, that knows I'm on, I'm on pace with what should be getting said, and that, and that was a that night was very nerve wracking, but also like I was right on par. With what was being said in the room, like they would say something, I call attention to it, and the way I would sell it on commentary, or Brian would sell it on commentary, everybody popped for, it, and I was like, yes, like i that was like a, it was terrifying, but it was a, it was a, it was a huge confidence no, boost for me. It,
1: it was, it was such a great moment. Like sometimes I like to rewatch my matches, mostly for to see how I, how, like, how can I improve? That's something that mm-hmm. I do like a lot. I, I rewatch my matches and I just focus on what the hell am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah. And I I can tell you now, by the way, that I was like, ta, like I shouldn't listen to commentary at all, and I should just focus on the body movement. But uh, your work is basically the only, your commentary is the only is the only one that I actually listen to. Yeah, nobody, nobody else's. Appreciate nobody that. Else. Everybody else is silent. But like with you, I can I laugh a lot. I laugh. A lot. I have like <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like I am having like the time of my life listening to your. To your commentary yeah because it's like i i don't want to say this because like we know each other and everything but it's like unless i'm watching wrestling with a friend that's how yeah. that's how i yeah that's how i perceive like your com your commentary it's like that's what we,
0: and that's why we tried to bring the live aspect to it where we interact with the chat and stuff because i feel like that's it's different that's I mean, even I, better and I'm proud that we were able to do that. At the sanctuary and trust gave me the wherewithal to do it and gave me the, the the okay to do it because that's we like when I came in and I seen the sanctuary, I treated it as professional wrestling, and I I thought this calling it stunt fighting was just a gimmick. But no, the more you're there, you bleed that. Like you're proud to be a stunt fighter. You're proud to be part of a, a stunt production. It's different. It's hard to explain to someone who is so used to having it be professional wrestling and, and going back and watching previous stuff at the sanctuary and hearing the commentary and how it was done like professional wrestling for such a long time. And then how I was doing commentary, but then I had Trotsky up next to me heckling to you guys in the ring. And also like, I was like, all right, well, how can, how can I make it that because the bit of the sanctuary, so people who aren't aware of this, it kind of changed when we came in and I don't, I kind of wanted to go back But the whole premise of the Sanctuary, it's a show within a show. But we don't do a lot of the skits anymore that showcase that. What you guys see is just the stunt fighting. But there used to be a lot of bits and segments that would be thrown into the show that it would be like, oh, there's a bit backstage leads into the match. And the the people at the Sanctuary would then see those bits. I'm hoping that can come back in the future because I thought they were really fun. Yes. But... The commentary, the way it was sold to me when Trotsky first came, is he was, I want you to be commentary, but I want you to be in on the bit. I want you to be in on the story. I want you to be the the old guys in the balcony of the Muppet show calling a show. And don't treat it like professional wrestling. So if you want to go off the rails and be funny or tell a story or anything like that, do it. And it it made me better And it made me stand out And then when I would go do commentary other places And I would bring that aspect to it But still keep it in the confines of professional wrestling I stood out to everybody And I credit all of that to the Sanctuary
1: uh, and that, that's something that, like, more people should, like, actually understand about, like, the sanctuary. I will always say, if there is something that you actually want to try about your character, yourself, if there is, oh, I maybe want to wrestle in this different way, or maybe I should try to do, like, this catch line or something, the sanctuary is the perfect place yeah. for that. It's the perfect place for that because um, we basically give you all freedom of do whatever you want. As yeah. long as you're not actually trying to hurt somebody or trying to hurt yourself. If you want to play around, do shenanigans, go, go do it. It's like the Jay Messiah's uh tag match against uh, Vince and Crispy that they just uh, took like two chairs when the when the ropes broke that you it like on each corner and they were just you sitting there like okay now you give me the tag like yeah and when
0: they first yeah. came out trot they didn't tell trotsky and trotsky thought they were yeah. bringing chairs and he was furious and they're like just, yes. oh, just wait like and Nothing that's good beautiful, hold on hold the, on exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not just from a wrestling or a stunt fighting standpoint if you're a photographer and you're like i don't know if i'm good at this come oh, try come oh, get better like there's every uh, if you're if you want to be in production if you want to be a ring announcer. If you want to be a referee, if you, if there's anything in this business uh, that you want to try, or you want to learn marketing. And if you just want to learn how to promote, if anything, come to the sanctuary. Cause there's a yes. lot of people who have come here, who have learned, who have honed their craft, and then have left and done better elsewhere. You know what I mean? And that's what Trotsky wants. He wants people to use this as a catalyst to go and do other things. And that's the the sanctuary is good in all those aspects. You want to be a good booker, you want to be a promoter, you want to be a ring announcer, anything, a wrestler. Come learn it here safely and then take it out. And that's it's that's a beautiful thing about it.
1: Yes, yes. It's, it's pretty much it. Like that's that's what sanctuary like is is about. Pretty much like that's that's the main idea of the whole place. It's like, come and do your art. I I think that's actually like part of the logo of the sanctuary. Yeah. Like just come, like do your art.
0: Yeah. So, what are some of your favorite matches uh, uh of, of the sanctuary? Ones that really oh, stick out
1: to you. One that really. Oh man. Um. So there is this match. It was a, a live show, and it was the match between um, uh, Kid Raf and Marcy Cabrera. I will never forget that match because it was like my first time interact interacting directly with a wrestler. Like I will be the one lousy fan that will be dying for for his hero Marcy, and I will be just like yelling things at Kid Raf. and he will be like um telling things back to me <laughs> I, I cannot say exactly what kind of f things he said oh, oh i'm sorry oh. <laughs> you can curse <laughs> so no so we was basically we were we were going like back and forward and there is this moment when you, he and just like you suck you suck and then he he get my mom into the conversation and then i gotta answer back like as a fan who speaks spanish just cursing at him and it was one of the best moments of of my life like as a fan i just loved it i just i just loved it
0: you know it just warms my heart i just asked you a question of what's your favorite memories and moments and matches at the sanctuary and you didn't even pick your own nope i love that about you that is the most wholesome shit of all time now i want you to be a selfish what are some of your favorite interactions or matches at the sanctuary that matches you were involved in that i, was I involved love it with... you're such a sweetheart <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> uh
1: so matches that involve me that i think um anybody can watch them and, and say oh man this is good um my first and second match uh, with marcy mm-hmm. my singles match with colby uh in case People don't know that. Yes, like by seven months into pro wrestling, I had a match with Colby, and it was a banger. Uh, um,
0: my I would love my... for Colby
1: to come back one night,
0: like a first Friday, <laughs> and just shock everybody. Oh,
1: let's see, let's see. Um, oh, uh, so my match with Savage. Uh, my the last, I mean, the, this championship match that I had with him, my championship match with Ahmed. It's crazy how good of a match I put with Prince Ahmed I love him to that like as a rival and he will be like the one of the persons that I pick that I'm like if I can have a match with a person each week it will be him it will be him and he's so creative and he's always somebody that helped me to like he helps me a lot to um push my like he helped me to uh get better a lot always and he's so creative and just when i'm like uh doing work with him he will always be like okay why you don't try this and then i'm like okay let let me give it a try and then he will pick up his crazy moves that i cannot even describe them there's no way and he will be like "Can, can i do this to you and i'm like yes of course why you don't well, yeah like he will pick my leg put it behind my head and just twist it
0: the pretzel stretch yeah
1: oh my oh my god when, when he pitched that idea to me he, he just went like andre i'm like yeah are you flexible <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's so, there's been three people since being at the sanctuary That have been i would say outsiders right there and ahmed ahmed's one of them with pj savage and the newest one is rocket where they come in and they and they want to help everybody else in there and they just they make everyone else better better, like they elevate the sanctuary
1: i I was right about to uh brother match my match with um with rocket um it was one of the easiest match that i ever had and if you. <laughs> I know what you did. I know what I you walked, did. Thank I walked you. in, thank I go,
0: that you. turns to Andre now. And he's thank like, why? I'm like, because you. you have no idea who Rocket is, and Rocket should be wrestling Andre his first time here.
1: Uh, like <laughs> man, man, what a what a great match. And and that match, like not only the wrestling aspect of it, but if you watch this cinematography, how this match was filmed it is it, insane it's mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful matches that i had seen like f- forget about the flips forget about the spanish fly forget about the super kick to the top rope no 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 just look at the camera you, just just pay attention to what the cameraman is doing it's art like that that's cinema That that's cinema that's all i can say that's it. it's i I, to-
0: you, I totally agree <laughs> with that um so While we're talking, um, we're not live currently, but we are kind of live. So if if this is where I'm going to put my plug out there, if you are a member of my discord, I have been streaming the podcast live in the discord for my discord users. So this may air a couple weeks, a month from now. But if you're a member of my Discord, you're able to watch it. So I have one more question I'm going to ask, and then I'm going to encourage my Discord right now to start putting questions in the live chat that I can ask. And then also we have a thread in the Discord. Um, So I don't know if you're aware of this. I have a thread in the Discord that says my guest, and then I drop your YouTube link, and then I put all your links in there for people on my Discord to go to your social media and follow you and support you and your merchandise. And then I also added a a tab that says for my people in the Discord that this episode is going to be recorded this day, Put your questions in that people want to ask. So I'm going to ask my question quick. I'm going to put in the. I'm going to go to the Discord thread that was there and get those questions, and then I'll get the live questions that are being watched now, and then we'll have some fun here. But Andre, who are some matches on the scene that you that you want that
1: you haven't quite gotten yet? That I haven't got. Okay, so there is this one young man that I met in New Jersey, but he's from North Carolina. His name is. Um, Jackson Drake and he's phenomenal. We were just like chaining a little bit. He's one of Colby's North, uh, students from North Carolina. And this is one of the person that you said, he is special. There's there's something about him. And just by us like chaining a little bit, I was like, I want to have like a match. If you guys don't know him, uh, he's unbelievable.
0: Uh, So you kind of worked Um, Trotsky's trained kids because you come from Trotsky that that at the background. You worked Walker's trained kids with Ahmed and and PJ. Now you want one of Colby's kids that has been trained. I see you're doing there. I like that. That's a good bit. I I, I never (laughs) say like that, but um, I put two and two together. That's why I'm commentary, baby. (laughs) 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 I tell
1: stories. (laughs) Um, I want to work, um, him um from New Jersey, uh Nicola White. He's one that I would like to have a one-on-one just to see what can we do. Have, I you don't ever know worked, f- have you not
0: have you worked Philly Mike one-on-one?
1: No. And I've been pitching that idea for quite some time. And I'm like, man, I, I'm I am i I'm sad that he uh hurt himself. Um he it was um his ankle wasn't it his knee. Oh, his knee, his knee. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sad that happened. I, I wish you're doing good, my friend. Please He's recover. Close. He's getting close. Please come back. I, I want to have a one-on-one with you. And he knows that. Like we have talked about that a couple times in the sanctuary.
0: Yeah. Uh so the so first question I have here is, what is it like working under John Trotsky's guidance at the sanctuary?
1: Um, it's it's from be Hunter available.
0: Dillon. How was a Hunter Dillon question.
1: Okay, thank you. My guy. logo guy. He's
0: the guy that does all my cool
1: logos. Ooh. Hmm. But okay. Um. How how up. is it? Oh, that that that's why I did that. Okay, buddy. I, I got your <laughs> name now. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, how how is it to be under like Trotsky's wing? Uh, one of the things that you may need is to know is okay, he's gonna hurt you in in a way or the other, and um, but it's for your own good. Like having sometimes a trainer, it's having somebody that it's capable of like telling you the truth of, hey, you suck at doing this, please improve. And that was pretty much a lot of what Trusky did, and not only him, uh, Colby did as well. And and Walker will literally show me with his arms like you need to improve on doing this. And with Trusky, it's a lot of uh, tough love will be the word. Yes, it's like. It will be, okay, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show you. And by a man who's 40 years old with a blown knee and a broken arm and a broken back, he was unbelievably athletic. And he helped me a lot with some of my high-flying work, people believe it or not. Wow. Um, yes, yes. Um, but yes, working with Trotsky is like that, is um, working your improvement. Work on yourself, work on your character, work on your promos. Like, uh, I can cut promos. I just don't do them at all, unless sci- it requires...
0: You're the psycho killer. You don't need to talk.
1: I do outside of Sanctuary. I do. Tr- trust me. I I do. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, but, but yes, and not only that, a lot of things with Trotsky, at least... Um, when he was, oh, when he's working on me, is okay, you got to explore like your creative areas and let them out, let them out, express yourself, and be as much as a character as you can be, like be yeah, extra as, as, as that expression yeah. exists.
0: And uh, uh, Steven in the chat says uh, on the Discord, what got you into wrestling?
1: What got me? I know
0: we kind of talked about that a little bit in the beginning. That would have been, you know, watching the Kane spot, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Which it was terrifying, but it was fascinating as well. (laughs) Um, Okay. Kane got me, got my attention. But Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels, and RVD did a lot for me. And Rey Mysterio, of course. Like, those will be the guys that I will be looking at that they will blow my mind. And and if you watch me how I wrestle sometimes, you can see that there's a little bit of all those guys that I mentioned in one way or the other. Like those are the guys that okay, they they give uh, uh they give me into into the wrestling aspect of professional wrestling.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Um, And then the question that we have live right now is, who would you say has impressed you the most since you stepped foot in the sanctuary?
1: That has impressed me the most. Um, It depends since like there are so many talented uh, people in the sanctuary. Actually,
0: it's hard to pick. It really is. It's
1: hard. It's really, it's really, really, really hard to pick. But let me give you um, four names that they are like always with me. John Schulz. If you guys, uh, I I have seen John Schulz from day one to where he is right now, and it's he's a different human. Um, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And the crazy thing is, like, um, people don't actually know how good he is. Not only okay, everybody knows he's a great character, he can perform and all that. If you ever had a freestyle match with him. Just go, just, just, just a go, go with him. If you ever have the chance to to train and just go, 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 it will blow your mind. So, uh, J S Hawthorne, as you guys mostly know him, that's he's one of my he's one of my picks uh, always, 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 always. Um, Prince Ahmed, who is an unbelievable talent, an unbelievable person a great, beautiful human being, even greatest wrestler. I that's two of the person that I can mention right now. Uh, from sanctuary, one of our students. This this, this one is a little bit like this one. It's it's tough because man, I love um precious. I I love precious to death mostly. As what he presents to the audience, how he presents himself, and I, I love like at least when I see him, he has like this shine around him that he says something. He, he's like, I'm here to either make you laugh, make you have the time of your life, or oh boy, you'll be creeped out. And Vince Torres, who is such an underrated talent. People have no idea. They have no idea. Like, I I don't want to say this because I train with them, but I want to say this because I train with them. (laughs)
0: Well, here's, here's what I will say, right? So there's a perception outside of the sanctuary walls when it comes to the world of independent wrestling, right, of what sanctuary kids are. And I think the first person to really break that is Schultz, right? Mm -hmm. Where Schultz came out of the sanctuary and was like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? And then you came out of the sanctuary and performed at the Legends of Hamburg the first year. And in my opinion, you and Schultz stole the show. I think both of you had match of the night. And people started buzzing, and you're like, wait a second. These kids are coming out of this place that's stunt fighting, And they're putting some shit together here. And then you're kind of more reserved. You're not really out there on the scene as much, but Schultz is. Um, And now some more people are saying, well, how can we get these sanctuary kids in other places? And they want them But here's one thing I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to these sanctuary kids. And I didn't know this until this year of my three years, two years being there, three years. Um, These kids are not, when I say shoot wrestling, they're shoot wrestling. You guys go in there and, and lock the hell up with each other and get physical. And here's the deal. If you think that kids that train at the sanctuary are going to be pushovers, bro, you're in for a treat because I watched you and Vince shoot wrestle and Vince had you in a per, in a pretty rough position and you didn't want to yes. admit it right then and there, but you were oh in no. trouble.
1: <laughs> I was. but but, oh my god but here's the thing
0: you guys broke apart and trotsky seen that like there was tension but it was healthy tension it was healthy like it was but the competitiveness is there and here's the thing you guys are learned you're taught how to act you're taught how to perform you're taught how to put a crazy thing on but if if you guys leave the sanctuary and someone decides they're going to be tough because you're just wrestling some stun fighter you're in for a fucking day (laughs) because boy, these boys that come out of that church are no joke they're legit they're 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 psycho killers
1: (laughs) yeah i'm telling the secrets yeah yeah but no what i want to
0: say is i watched vince do that with schultz i watched vince do that with you i watched vince do that with trotsky that kid that kid's heart and his determination and he's a tough kid man don't let that don't let that perceive you he that kid's a tough kid
1: Oh oh he's I'm oh, proud of his. him. He's 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 and,
0: come such a long way. Like he's the one I've came in from the day of my sanctuary. I watched him become Vince the student, Vince the ref, Vince the joke to now Vince the spotlight champion. And that kid oh, has earned. he has earned every second of that.
1: And oh my oh my god, oh my god. It's once again, I already said it very underrated. Um he's at the spot that he wants to be right now, and i really respect that but if he ever decides to just go out and give it a try like he he always surprised people um mm-hmm. we did a tryout in new jersey and uh a couple of the guys they were just saying oh man like i had no idea you were able to actually perform and to promo the way he did that day and I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, don't, don't be sleeping always... on
0: our church. We're, we, 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 we work hard here.
1: No, don't. Yeah, please don't. Don't like if you are from from the Pennsylvania area, don't don't sleep on any of the sanctuary kids and any and of the we sanctuary are... students. Yeah,
0: don't. and we're putting it out there, man. People are coming. They're they're supporting. They're watching live. They're what they're coming to the venue. They're we're starting to feel some people in there. Uh, that is definitely trending in the right direction. And I'm very proud to be a part of that team and, and to watch you guys work so hard.
1: No, like, thank you for that. But I actually thank, I thank you a lot for all the work that you have put into our project and all the passion that you actually have. Like, I haven't seen anybody doing like having the interactions that you actually have with the crowd, uh, with the commentary. Um, you you brought the people from your um from your own Discord, from your own community, into our community, and I am very grateful for the fact that you have been always there for us. And thank you so much, Anthony.
0: All uh, right, listen, it, it's where I would call home. It's the, it's the promotion that made me feel very welcomed from the day i was there and uh listen i get a, i got a lot of heat for being a sanctuary kid you know what i mean it's cost me a lot in this business but happens. at the end of it but at the end of the day man i i wouldn't trade it for the world i'm very thankful that you guys see the value in me and and let me let me uh, spread my wings but uh before we get out of here chandra anything else you want to talk about anything you want to plug anything you want to get out there
1: um, okay, there's there's a couple things that I would like. Um, first of all, follow the Sanctuary slash TV. Uh, follow me on social media, Andre Dad Paulino, and keep please please keep supporting Sanctuary. Keep supporting the ABJ podcast. Keep supporting Anthony Black Blackwell Jr. and I don't want to say that this is a wrap, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this podcast. I'm really sorry for uh, the struggle that is to listen to a conversation of me. I to, trust me, it's it's you did amazing. To, you you did, did so good. I... You did oh, so good. No.
0: I do have one last question. This this is a this is a sponsored question, and this is Ooh. the new. I'm gonna end every podcast this way. Um, this good. is sponsored by Logos by Hunter. So go support Logos by Hunter on Twitter and Instagram. Um, a Follow lot of my Logos. Yeah, the logos you see, uh, there's a lot of variety of different people that have done my logos. But if you look at all my logo spoofs, of uh, whether it be the wrestling logo spoofs or like the ABJ ones, like the one you see, the circle that's been done by Haley Stokes, but a lot of the newer ones that have been pumping out like crazy have all been Hunter. Uh, he knows that I've been struggling when it comes to financially with no job, nothing. And he's just trying to help me get merchandise out that people may or may not buy. Spoiler alert, not a lot of people buying it, but uh, he's been there to help. And uh, he has a, a trademark question, and this is sponsored by uh logos by hunter if you could write a letter to a younger honoree polino what would that letter say
1: oh my god why 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 that question um it's a deep one i can't it it is a really deep one so um i never thought in my life that i will be doing professional wrestling that i will be performing that i will be traveling that i will be doing all the things that i'll do so i will tell to that kid to please keep believing in in, in yourself and don't drop parkour i should have stayed doing parkour when i was a teenager andre andre little andre keep doing parkour and karate you, you will thank me later <laughs> <laughs>
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you, Andre, so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next Thursday on the the next episode of the ABJ podcast. Uh, Make sure you check out the links below to support ABJ. Like I said, merch, Patreon. If you want to see this episode early, this episode dropped early on the pod on the Discord live and it dropped early on Monday in the Patreon. So head over to the Patreon, you can come in early as a dollar. A dollar gets you in the door Patreon. You can do whatever dollar amount you want, but we're now adding the bonus content, so this episode has been pre-recorded. Uh you can watch it live on the Discord or you can go and check out the uh the patreon and see it uh three or three or four days early before it drops on thursday uh we'll see you next thursday for the next episode of the abj podcast and here's some music by the converse kid billy trey and we'll see you next time